Such a huge part of what I do with my clients is to help them address stress. We all have too much of it, right? And I know that when we're stressed, it's affecting our mental well-being and making life feel that little bit harder. Plus, it's often affecting our physical well-being as well, apart from things like headaches, tight shoulders and feeling like we're lacking in energy. Living with stress also actually makes us less likely to nourish ourselves well and exercise. We all know that ironically, exercise and eating well will actually help, but it can be incredibly hard to see the wood for the trees when we're feeling overwhelmed and anxious about life. So today I'm joined by the wonderful Dawn Robinson. She's a coach and author of the book, Ditch Your Midlife Stress from the Inside Out. And she's all about helping women in midlife who are juggling family, work and menopausal symptoms, but who want to escape the stress treadmill and enjoy life more fully. Because let's face it, we could all do with a bit of help when it comes to stress. Welcome to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness podcast, bringing you a weekly dose of fitness and wellness inspiration as we explore together how to get motivated and create a realistic and achievable way to stay active within a busy life while stepping away from guilt and the diet roller coaster for good. Together, we'll unpack some of the myths and unhelpful messages from the traditional fitness and diet industry so that you can find a better, kinder, more helpful way to fit exercise and wellness strategies into your life, improve your confidence and feel amazing. I'm your host, women's fitness and wellbeing coach, Alex Hubble, founder of ChickFit, mum of two, and a firm believer that exercise and eating well can go hand in hand with chocolate, wine, and lots of rest to create a happy life. You can find out more about me at chickfit.co.uk or head to my social media channels at alexchickfit. Before I get started today, I just wanted to share with you a little bit about my brand new free Facebook group, The Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness. Come over and join us if you want to welcome more confidence and wellness into your life, you want to look after your health and well-being, and you want to empower yourself to build fitness and wellness into your routine to support this. One that's going to work around a busy life in a kinder, more realistic and more sustainable way. You'll find the link in the show notes and I would absolutely love to see you over there. Welcome back to the Busy Woman's Guide podcast this week. I am really looking forward to diving into this one as midlife and perimenopause menopause are areas of really huge interest to me. I've heard it said that as we approach midlife, we can become the meat in the sandwich. So we've still got kids at home. We might also be looking after aging parents and there's a decent chance that we have a position of responsibility at work. And on top of all that, we may be dealing with the subtle and sometimes not so subtle effects of hormonal symptoms as well. So it can all add up to a great big ball of stress, which can leave us feeling anxious, overwhelmed and a bit stuck in that cycle as well, actually. But luckily, we have people around like Dawn to help us navigate this time with a bit more kindness and self-care so that we can hopefully find a bit of peace of mind, reduce stress and live life with hopefully a little bit more joy. So Today, we're going to be digging into how we can do all of that for ourselves using a real inside-out approach. So welcome, Dawn. I'm really excited to have you here today. Hello. Thanks so much for having me here. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to our conversation. Excellent. So first of all, I'd love it if you could just tell us a little bit more about yourself, your background, and actually how you came to specialise in this area of midlife stress. Yeah, sure. Okay. So yeah, before I start, I want to make it very clear that I've I haven't always been a really laid back person. I think I can I think I describe myself as neurotic teenager, difficult, you know, I suffered in my 20s, sort of anxiety, but I, I managed to hold that all together. And 
from being a really shy person, I ended up being um, a training consultant in an insurance company and running courses. So for me to stand in front of an audience mm. was horrendous in my early 20s, but I managed to get through that and held my life together. And I did that and I began to enjoy it. And so I, I spent a lot of time, about 15 years in HR as a management consultant, teaching people about stress and lots of other things as well. And then as sort of time progressed, I ended up with a bad back because I did a lot of driving. And so I trained to become what's called an Alexander Technique teacher. So that's Mm -hmm. helping people use their bodies with more ease. And that was wonderful too. And life went on, got married at the age of 40, 41, had my daughter, which was wonderful. That was a really lovely experience. And we'd moved many times because my husband, husband was in the Air Force and about I don't know, late 40s, I just really started to feel that the anxiety I'd I'd sort of kept a lid on for all those Mm. years was bubbling up. And I would wake up in the middle of the night worrying about all sorts of ridiculous things, things that were probably very unlikely to happen. But what if something, I don't know, a meteorite came crashing through the ceiling? (laughs) or It was just gas stuff. You know, what happens if this happens? What am I going to do if my husband gets ill? What am I going to do if, oh, it was just crazy thinking going on in my mind that I couldn't cope with. And it did carry on as normal, but I just felt that time was running out, that I couldn't cope anymore, that I'd sort of wasted my life and I'd been a failure and all sorts of self-esteem and self-worth stuff was coming up as well. That, you know, I I as I said, managed to managed to keep that below the surface for so long that it all started to bubble up. And yeah, I spent years trying to deal with that with many different techniques and, and ways, and it just blew up at that point. Yeah, and I think um, this is one of the interesting things that I, I sort of got from reading about you as well, was that you, you know, you said you coped for a long time with that kind of underlying level of stress. And I think that we all do it, don't we? Like, we think that we can cope with it, and we think it's okay, and we tell ourselves that oh, I'm just happier when I'm busy. I'm just happier when I've got stuff going on all the time. But what we don't realise is that at some point, it starts to actually bubble over. And and like you say, it it affects us in really negative ways. So how have you found that, or how do you find with people that as they get into midlife, how do you find that that stress tends to manifest itself? And how do our menopausal symptoms potentially amplify that as well? That's a really good question, because I think for me, it came out in sort of emotional issues. Hmm. And to be honest, I've been very lucky in terms of menopause that that the physical symptoms haven't been, I haven't had too many symptoms, but I guess that's because I think my stress came out through my emotions. But I know for many women, that stress comes out as as physical issues. You know, there is a lot going on in our body. There's a lot emotionally, mentally as well for us to deal with, as well as physically. And I just think it all just bubbles up and, and gets to a point where we, in a way, our body, our mind are telling us that we need to pay attention mm-hmm. to what's been going on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I know, you know, for me, I always felt that I couldn't deal with stress because I was that sort of person that couldn't deal with stress. I felt it was something fundamentally wrong in me that was the problem. So I just had to live with that. And I think for many women, you know, with health issues, they think sometimes, oh, that's just something that's wrong with me. That's just menopause or something I've got to deal with. And they they sort of just put it to one side and then eventually it becomes so overwhelming that they've given really no alternative but to sort of look look at themselves and and try and find solutions for those issues. 
Yeah, and I think it's it's probably fair to say that midlife is a bit of a perfect storm. You know, like I said, yes, start yeah. kind of meeting the sandwich table. <laughs> so many different things. And I think even sometimes the idea of having to reduce our stress can feel overwhelming. Like, oh my God, I've got another thing that I need to add to my list. So what advice can you offer on where to start that would feel really manageable for somebody that would feel, you know, that it was doable and it wasn't just adding more to the list and was going to actually help them? Yeah. So the first thing I would say is that having stress, we might not like it, but it is part of life. I really believe that stress is part of life. And I, there was a quote I read called that said, life is a combat sport. And that is, that is what it's all about. And I think when we learn to accept that we have ups and we have downs and it's not reflecting on us, it's not telling us anything about us that we're not able to cope with life or we, we can't get things right. It's just telling us that that's the way life works. So when we take that off our, our shoulders, when we accept that life has ups and downs, that takes a big weight mm. off our shoulders. And also when we accept that, you know, how we deal with it is how we deal with it. And there's no judgment there because I think sometimes as women, we can beat ourselves up for being a sort of person who should get on with it and should just put it to one side and battle through life. You know, we're, we're all doing the best that we can mm. in any circumstance. And when we're stressed, if we if we find that we're tearful or we get angry, we are doing the best that we can with that. So that's my first step yeah. for always for people, except that life has ups and downs, that stress is, is with us and that, you know, we we do our best. But also to see that that stress, we've got a great myth, I think, in this society that myth is a really negative thing. And when we start to look at how stress can really help us and be mm. really powerful and get us off the sofa we start to look at how we can manage that more Mm. because all of us have been through circumstances where we've had stress in our in our lives before and if we're listening to this recording we've got through it in some way shape or form so we are all in many ways stress survivors we know how to deal with it Mm. the fact that we struggled is I think a misunderstanding about what stress is and our ability to cope and again no judgment about that but that's when we look at stress in a different way, we can see new ways of coping with it. Yeah, and I, it's kind of that reframing, isn't it? It's it's not it's not necessarily always trying to have to change everything, but it's just reframing how we how we see things and how we approach things. And I think you know, I, I really I recognised a few years ago actually that um, at times when I was feeling really anxious was often times when I had a lot of ideas, like it was times when I was actually being quite creative and I was coming up with lots of ideas and I was feeling anxious because I was suddenly thinking, oh, I've got all these things that I want to do and I'm never going to have enough time to do them all. And And so what I did was I kind of reframed that a little bit and and I then said to myself, well, actually, okay, I'm feeling really anxious, but I'm feeling anxious for a good reason. I'm feeling anxious because my mind is creating stuff. My mind, I've got ideas. I've got things that I want to do. I've got things that I'm excited about doing. And I think when I recognize that, that sort of reframed that, that bit of, yeah. I, I know, you know, when I talk about feeling anxious, I'm not talking about anxiety. I want to be clear about that because I think anxiety, you know, as a sort of 
a part of your mental health that may be unhelpful for you is, is slightly different from what I'm talking about, which is just the anxious feeling of, I've got so much going on, oh my God, and it would feel like a bad emotion to have. And then when I reframed it, I was thinking, yeah, actually, no, this is good. This is a good thing. It means that I'm coming up with ideas. So like I say, I, I do want to be clear that I, I separate that from actual yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That, that is yeah. definitely a different thing. But, but, but when we're stressed, I mean, exactly what you're saying, when we're stressed, it has the same feeling as when we're excited about something. Yes. And if I'm going to do something that I really want to do, but I'm a little bit like, oh, not quite sure. That that's how stress feels, really. Yes. That we get we so we get that, you know, the mind's more focused, the body's preparing us to sort of get on with stuff. And I saw this myself last year because we had sort of a, a personal family crisis with my husband waking up one morning completely blind in one eye. Wow. And it turned out that he'd had diabetes for years that he hadn't known about because he's one of these blokes who never goes, yeah. to, <laughs> never goes to the doctor. And we were also in the, in the process of moving house and caused COVID. And I, I noticed at the time that I was completely focused in what we needed to do. And I saw that that could be a stressful situation. And there were times when I was I couldn't sleep, but I, re, like reframing it like you say, I saw that that was giving my myself more resources and I was sort of lying awake thinking, right, what do I need to do? How can I deal with this? And I was coming up with practical steps that I could then do the next morning. So I wasn't worried. I yeah. wasn't putting extra stress on the fact that I couldn't sleep and I was getting hit up. I saw that as a positive thing that was really firing me through and helping my husband make decisions and helping us get on with the house move. And it was it yeah. was providing that energy for us to do that yeah yeah definitely like you say I think it can it can definitely give us that oomph and that energy for sure uh sometimes and you know I think that you know something else I was thinking about was the fact that you know we sometimes feel like we have to create a stress-free life (laughs) that ends up working against us because you know that is such an unrealistic expectation that we can eliminate all stress and we can be chilled every day and stressful things aren't going to happen to us they are so if we can get our heads around that and get our heads around, sometimes we are going to feel anxious and overwhelmed and sometimes we are going to feel stress, then it automatically it just takes the pressure off and you kind of go, oh, okay, well, that's okay, that's normal. And then you can find those coping mechanisms to get you through that and know that there is something on the other side as well, I think. Yeah. And I think that um, you do also talk about the fact that sometimes that stress can come sometimes from places that we don't necessarily realise. So can you talk a little bit more about that? Because I think sometimes when we can recognise the true root of something, rather than what we think it might be, it can definitely make it a bit easier to tackle. Yeah, so one of the one of the, the main things that I teach people I work with is that it looks like stress comes from circumstances around us, like, you know, my husband becoming blind in one eye or moving house. But actually what I teach is that if we think about it, you know, there are certain situations that some people find stressful and other people don't. And then even for ourselves, sometimes we find a situation stressful and other times we don't. Mm. So it, it does look as if our stress comes from those circumstances. But what I'd really like people to do, just start playing with for themselves, is that it's our thinking that creates mm. that stress. So when we're in a really difficult situation, when we're, we become very focused and we focus on that present moment of what do I need to do now? What's my next step? But when we become stressed in that circumstance, we're, we're thinking about the past, you know, oh, I handled this really badly last time. This is going to be awful. Or we're thinking about the future. You know, if I don't handle this properly, what's going to happen? How am I going to cope with this? Which this is a situation three days down the line. And we don't focus on the, on the present. So it's almost like our thoughts 
wind us out of control. And that's what creates the stress. Mm. Because if you've ever been in a situation where you've literally life or death or really serious, your mind becomes really focused and you just get on with it. And you don't feel stressed. You actually feel energized and in the moment, mindful in in a strange sort of way. So, you know, people might listen to that thinking, Dawn, that's absolutely bonkers. I'm stressed because I've got money issues or health concerns. But I would say you've got those situations, but it's your thinking around that that creates the stress, not the circumstances themselves. And that can can be difficult for people to accept. But I'd say to people, just play with that. Just notice when you're stressed, what's going on in your mind? What thoughts are going on? Because when you can take a step back from them, and literally look at them as if they're you're observing them, that's when you start to notice it and put some distance. And then you start to really recognise what's causing your stress. Yeah, it's kind of, it's uh, this idea of you creating your own reality, isn't it? And I remember, um, I can't remember what the programme was. I remember watching this programme and it, it would sort of tell the story from the point of view of the two different people in that situation. Yes, yeah, and yeah. You realise that, you know, one person had seen it in one way and the other person had seen it in a completely different way. And they yeah. did two completely different things from that situation. It's not to say that one was right and one was wrong. It's just that that is what that person had taken from that situation. And yeah, yeah. You know, it's something that I work on for sure is the idea that I have the power to create my own reality. And that's yes, yeah. an easy thing to do. But I think when we know that we have got that ability, we can start to work towards it. I mean, yes. Safe to say we're all a work in progress on that kind of thing. But- <laughs> well, the thing is, I you know, I want to say that we all, even knowing this, there are times when I get stressed because I allow my thinking to wind myself up. Yeah. But the minute I realise that that's what I'm doing to myself, I drop back out of it and think, oh, there I go again. Right, what do I need to do? Mm-hmm. But it's it's sort of like, you know, if you take an example of being stuck in a traffic jam, one person will have thoughts like, this is really irritating. You know, I need to get to my job on time or I've got things to do. And they get really stressed where someone else might think, okay, I need to get to my job on time, but I can just sit and relax and look at other people. And I'm not going anywhere at the moment. I can take a few deep breaths. I can think about looking at the world around me, different, different reaction to that same situation. So it's just about looking at what's going on in our mind and even just the noticing causes us to become more observant of it and that the feelings aren't we're not quite in the feelings so much yeah we're not letting ourselves get sort of carried away on that wave of of, uh feeling emotional about it I mean we're always going to feel a certain emotion I think yes yeah it's like you say it's being mindful about it it's recognizing that that is what is happening to you because once you recognize it it's like I'm always saying once you can recognize what that voice in your head is saying you know when it comes to for example if you're if you've got this inner voice that's constantly saying to you oh you're you know you're just not the gym going type you're just yeah yeah then however much you think externally, oh, well, I'll just go to the gym and it'll be fine, it's not going to happen because you've got this internal voice telling you something very different. And yeah, yeah. And like I always say to people, once you can tap into that, you can do something about it. But for yes. as long as you try and remain blissfully unaware <laughs> that there's anything going on under the surface, then you can't, you're not going to change it. You're not going to change no, it. No, no. And so. yeah, and, and and I agree with that. You've got to, you've got to be aware of it. But also you've got to recognize that, you know, we tend to take our thoughts as the absolute truth. And when I started questioning that, that was when I started to make real progress with my own mental health because I had lots of thoughts of, you can't do this, you're too old, you're rubbish, blah, blah. Yeah. When I started to think, 
actually, that's a load of rubbish and I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to reframe it or do anything. I'm just going to ignore it. Yeah. It just, it went through my mind and actually over time, my mind got quieter because I, that little chatterbox inside wasn't sort of piping up every, every two seconds because it was being ignored. So don't, don't accept your thoughts as the truth because. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, you know, and I think what what is so interesting about this chat is that at no point have we mentioned do meditation, do yoga, do deep breathing. I mean, all of those things are amazing, by the way. <laughs> I'm not saying don't do them because I well, do. Well, can, can I can I say something? Yeah, can yeah. I just say jump in there? Because I think so often we feel we've got to do those to deal with the stress, and that doesn't mean to say I don't use them sometimes, but. In the moment when I'm stressed, it's almost like we've all got an inner wisdom and inner resilience that tells us what is appropriate at that time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when I'm stressed, it's to remember, realize what, what's causing that stress. But I, I need to go for a really long walk fast. Mm-hmm. Or other times I do need to sit down and take a deep, few deep breaths. Yeah. Other times I do need to sit and just close my eyes and just relax a bit. So in the moment, if we start listening to our own inner wisdom, it gives us ideas that will be most appropriate then. And so that may include these techniques that we've talked about. Yeah. Or it might just be, actually, I need to just get off my bottom and get on with stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're absolutely right. We haven't talked about the, the techniques. They can be useful, but they're they're dealing with the with the symptoms of the stress, not yes. the cause, which yes, is our stress. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's about doing that kind of inner work first, I think. For yes. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Okay, Fab, so um, we're going to just start rounding things up now. So could you just tell us a little bit more about your book, uh, Dawn, and also where listeners can go and find out a little bit more about it? Yeah, okay. So my website is theflourishingmidlife.com. The book that I've written on stress is available on Amazon. It's called Ditch the Midlife Stress from the Inside Out. So that's paperback and Kindle. And all the proceeds are going to a wonderful friend of mine. She helps to run a children's orphanage in Kenya. So the proceeds are going to that. Amazing. Um, Yes. And I share my own experience of going from, as I said, neurotic and easily stressed to quite resilient. Well, I say quite resilient, really resilient, able to deal with life's challenges, taking things in my stride. I talk about my journey and also talk a little bit more about what we've discussed this morning about thoughts and the re- the natural resilience that we all have mm-hmm. even if we deny it at times it's it's there waiting for us yeah sounds amazing so like Dawn mentioned you can find out a bit more about her at theflourishingmidlife.com and you can head to Amazon to buy her book uh, we're going to pop the details into the show notes for you. And I know that um, Dawn's also got an amazing offer on a course that she's got coming up as well. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about that one, Dawn? Yeah, so this is a mini course that I've created called The Wellbeing Formula. And it looks at where our wellbeing comes from and how we can tap into that easily and naturally. And I'd love to share a 50% discount with your listeners Amazing. for that. So we'll put the links in the in the details. Um, yeah, so I look at where that wellbeing really comes from. And a bit of a spoiler alert, it doesn't come from the things that we do, the things that we own. It comes from within us. So it's yeah. teaching people how to find that within themselves Sounds easily great. and effortlessly. Ah, all right. So we'll pop the uh, details for that in the show notes as well. So thank you so much for joining us today. So much really valuable stuff in there. Lots to take away. Lots I will take away for myself. <laughs> thank you for having me. Working on. Uh, so yeah, thank you for joining us, Dawn. Thank you very much for having me. 
Okay, so I hope that you have picked up some really useful little gems from today. As always, thank you so, so much for joining me. Every single download and listen means so much to me right now. If you've been enjoying the podcast, do let your friends know and also make sure you subscribe as well. And I can't wait to be in your company again next time. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness. Don't forget to come over and join me on my social media channels at Alex Chickfit for plenty more inspiration. <laughs>